Hello, and welcome to Into the Disneyverse, a podcast where our historians Jess and Tandy explore the world of Disney, including rides, resorts, restaurants, and so much more. On today's episode, we cover another one of our favorite rides. Beware, weary travelers, prepare for thrills and chills as we explore the Haunted Mansion. Welcome, foolish mortals. Enter if you dare, and stay together. Oh, I'm excited. I am excited. Is everybody ready to geek out? Because this is going to be a deep dive. Oh, I'm ready. Into my favorite ride, the Haunted Mansion. Ooh, I'm scared. <laughs> so a little bit of dichotomy about this. I hate horror movies. I hate haunted houses. Really? I do. I hate horror movies, but I love haunted houses. I don't like haunted houses. And this particular haunted house is one of my favorites. This haunted house I love. And one thing that Walt used to say is people like to be scared. They do. I don't know that I agree with that. <laughs> I feel like you do, I Jess. I don't like to be scared, but I love this ride. So similar to Pirates, Walt was heavily, heavily involved in the development of this ride. Now, this ride took like forever to get off the ground, though. Pirates actually started in 1948. Did, did Haunted Mansion probably start around there, too? Start around the same time. So this was, this was actually developed as a ride. So And I couldn't find a lot of details on this, hmm. but there was supposed to be a park across from the studio. Oh, and this was developed. So Pirates probably was developed for that as well. So originally, they were supposed to put this as like, they were going to do like a mini park huh. across from the studio. The ride precedes Disneyland and WED Enterprises, what we now know as Disney Imagineering. So way back when, it was originally developed by Ken Anderson. He was the original Imagineer on this. Now, this was rotating Imagineers. They had a lot of people working on this ride. It was going to be a New Orleans rundown manor, so it is in New Orleans Square in Disneyland. It's in Frontierland or Adventureland? Oh, it's in... in No, it's in New Orleans Square. Square. In Walt Disney World. In Walt Disney World, it's in Liberty 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 Square. Square. Actually, this is the, and I'll get to this, this is the only ride that's in a different land in every single park. Ah, okay. It moves around. Yes, it does. Um, Even more haunting. It's in some weird lands overseas. Walt did not like the idea of having a rundown house. Hmm. He did not want something that was dirty and decrepit looking. So they decided to change it to a pristine manor. Victorian? Victorian, yep. Still New Orleans themed, but they didn't make it run down. The inside, he was okay with there being cobwebs and, and that's that part stuff. of the theme. Yeah, but he did not like the outside not being pristine because he wanted the park to look beautiful and clean. Right, and it does. Yeah. Good so, job, Walt. And the theming on the outside is actually different in most of the parks. Mm-hmm. So in Disneyland, while it's New Orleans themed because it's in New Orleans squared, in Disney World, it's actually a Gothic style New York manor. So the building looks totally different. I believe it's Tokyo where it looks pretty much the same. Tokyo um, does look the same. But Paris looks different and Shanghai looks different. Again, rotating Imagineers, so Raleigh Crump and Yale Gracie, they were the ones who were the key designers of all of the characters and kind of the inside of the the house. These names sound like characters that would be in the Haunted Mansion. They do, though part of the reason for the rotation was because of the 64-65 World's Fair. Okay. So a lot of the original Imagineers that were on it, they got pulled into the World's Fair. So the final Imagineers on the project and the ones who actually realized the full vision were Mark Davis, Claude Coates, and X Atencio. I believe Xavier is his name, but he goes by X. Javier. There are Javier, yes. But Thank it's probably you. Xavier. Yes. So there was a lot of argument about what the mansion should be. Should it be scary? Should it be funny? I feel like it's all those. Well, that's where they landed. Oh, okay. So there was a lot of argument about this. Mm-hmm. And so Davis thought it should be funny. 
Fun fact, Mark Davis also worked on Pirates of the Caribbean and Walt Disney World. Yep. And so did Existencio. He right. wrote the music. He wrote Yo-Ho-Ho in a Bottle yeah, of Rum. Yeah, he wrote the music for both rides. A lot of, lot of overlap with these rides. Yeah. Coates thought it should be scary. So X kind of jumped in and said, why don't we do both? We yeah. can do both. It, it doesn't have to be one or the other. So the beginning of the ride starts out a little bit scarier. And once you get to the end, it's kind of more of the, the funny, campy the stuff. Cemetery is the song, right? That's yes. where they're all singing. That's the that's the You get to take a ghost home with you. Yeah. I will say when I was a kid, that part did scare me. When the ghost came home with you, it was a little unnerving. Yeah. Ride narration was performed by Paul Fries, who many of you know from The Grinch Who Stole Christmas mm-hmm. fame. He is your ghost host. So kind of to give you a timeline, in 1961, handbills were handed out at Disneyland entrance announcing the 1963 opening. Hmm. Did not open in 63. No. (laughs) The exterior was completed in 63, and it sat dormant for six years. Oh, wow. And a lot of that was because of this argument happening. Walt passed away in the midst of this, so there was rebuilding Mm -hmm. within the organization. 1965 is when they previewed it on Disney's Wonderful World of Color. Don't sleep on this show, folks. Yep, yep, and you guys need to go watch it. It's wonderful. And, And especially if you love Walt, like... Walt's running it. it. It's a wonderful show. Yeah, great nostalgia. Walt died in 66, and then they weren't really sure what to do with it. Yeah. It was originally supposed to be a walk-through wax museum as well. Again, a lot of similarities to this with Pirates. There was the issue of the ride vehicles. Imagineers were worried about capacity. How do we get people more people through. through this? They initially talked about developing two attractions huh. so they could fit more guests. And then the Omnimover system was developed, and that was developed for Adventure Through Inner Space, the Doom Buggy was born yes. with the Omnimovers, and that is the ride vehicle. For Every time I see that vehicle, Haunted I get Mansion. excited. It, it's an, so we talked a little bit about this with Pirates as well. It's an amazing design that holds up. It's perfect. Just knowing that the ghosts pull down lever for me. Yeah, I'm in. And the, so the Omnimover solved a lot of problems for them. It's a, it's a constantly moving vehicle, so you're actually getting on this ride while the vehicle's moving. The cars can be rotated in any direction. So this actually solved for another problem they were running into, which is how do we decorate this whole house? With the Omnimover, you don't have to decorate what's behind because you can't see what's behind you because you're kind of enclosed in the ride vehicles. That kind of sped up the process of developing the ride. In 1969, it was opened. One thing on the six-year hiatus is the exterior of the buildings there, right, at Disneyland. They actually had a sign up that said it was for uh, it was a retirement home for ghosts love that. and that you could apply at guest services. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's the kind of ambiance I go to Disney for. This is the stuff that's amazing. Like these are the little fun facts. There were various guides that were talked about. So like as as I mentioned, you had your, you have your ghost host that's walking you through the ride. But originally they had thought they were going to do the Raven, which is based off of Poe's oh, yeah. the Raven. He was going to be your kind of host through the I'm ride. I'm glad they didn't do that. No, I'm glad they. I actually like the ghost host better than all of these. Um, they had a one-eyed cat and a dead sea captain. Oh, now, I kind of like the one-eyed cat. In the queue, there are nods to all of these. So you have a raven in the queue. There's right. a one-eyed cat there that you can see. And yep. the dead sea captain's actually spitting water at you from his grave. Oh, neat. So you know like how you walk. I don't know if you remember because the last oh, time yeah. I was off. But the, the oh, yeah. yeah, that's the dead sea captain. I don't remember the Dead Sea Captain as well, but I remember the others. I do remember there are some of those parts where the, like, the water comes out. So yeah. next time we go, I'm definitely going to pay extra attention to that. So as I mentioned, opened in Disneyland in 1969. 
It opened in Magic Kingdom in 1971. It is a Magic Kingdom opening day attraction. So they were... They didn't have haunted mansions in Florida that people were already (laughs) well aware of? Apparently not. Oh, I guess. Actually, Hmm. a lot of the the interior, like the animatronics and the decor, they developed two of them. So they knew when they were launching Disneyland that they were going to be launching this Uh, at Disney World at the same time. So they did duplicates of almost everything. It coincided with the creation of Disney World, and so that probably helped. Yep. And then Tokyo Disney in 1983. On the queue, and I, I like I could do an episode on the queue. You could spend hours in the queue, but just a couple of key facts on the queue. There's a who done it game on the headstones. Mm-hmm. So they all killed each other and you can kind of read the cues. Spoiler. Well, you you gotta figure out who who killed who. Oh, okay. So it's not a spoiler. Except they all done it. Well, you got to figure out who done what, who done who, and you got to figure out who started who started it too. <laughs> so there's there's a who done it for you to figure out who killed who. The organ has the word Ravenscroft, which is a nod to Thurl Raz- Ravenscroft. That's the Grinch people. He's the actor and the singer, and and he's also a ghost in the mansion. So he's the one who actually sings the song. Oh, awesome! For the haunted mansion, you see footprints and paw prints in the queue for the grave. Ca- Gravekeeper and his cat. So they're they're they are characters in the queue. Is there is there other some big differences between the queue in Disneyland and Disney World, or are they fairly the same? They're fairly similar. Oh, okay. They're fairly similar. Um, the Disney World queue, I think, is the most robust one, but okay. but they've they've done a lot of the nods in both queues. The bus in the hallway of the queue, after you get out of the stretch room, those eyes follow you as you walk by. Those were actually an accident. They had the effect, and they weren't expecting them to be able to follow you, but that that was because of the projections. Oh, nice. <laughs> So a couple of fun facts. There's four hidden Mickeys on the ride, three while you're on it, and one you can see as you're walking off. Because uh, Disney World opened two years after. A lot of the props were, were created for both at the same time. This ride is in a different land in each park. It's the only ride. It's traveling. That has that distinction. Park. So Disneyland is New Orleans Square. Yep. Disney World is Liberty Square. Where do you think it's at in Tokyo? This is weird. Fantasyland. It is. It's right next to Small World and Dumbo. It's the only spot they had for it. Okay, and then in Paris, though, this is this is interesting. This is the weird one. Okay, it's well, not- actually, Tokyo. I think Fantasyland is a weird place for this. It's rides. not. It's not in Tomorrowland. I know that. Nope. Um, is it in? Is it in? Like Frontier World. It's in Frontierland. Okay. It's called Phantom Manor, and the backstory is different. It's completely Frontier themed. Wow. It's it's weird. But the weirdest one is, um, I think I said Shanghai earlier, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Hong Kong, Disney. Where is it in Hong Kong? Mystic Point. Okay. And it's called Mystic Manor. And the one in Hong Kong is like a fever dream. Ooh. It's like a monkey and it's more magic than haunted. It's really weird. It's bright colored. You should watch the um, the ride walkthrough oh, I'm gonna on, go on watch. YouTube. It's, it's pretty interesting. It's a trackless ride as well. Oh, okay. So it's not using the Omnimover. Mover. I've noticed that the parks in Hong Kong and Shanghai use a lot of new technology, and that's kind of how they bring a new quality to those types of rides. Yep. Capturing some of the nostalgia of the original rides. Yep. There, when there's no wait for Haunted Mansion, and by the way, this is the same thing at Tower of Terror, the wait shows 13 minutes. When you're seeing 13 minutes, that means there's no wait, guys. Oh, and that is one of those little details about Disney. That's a great detail. Well, and like not everybody knows that. Yeah, I didn't. So know you that. have to kind of be an insider. Yeah, so that's when you see Tower of Terror at thirteen or Haunted Mansion at thirteen. That means there's no wait. Inside facts. Yep. So there's this great ballroom scene on the on the ride. Right. Where you that's my favorite through. scene in the ride. Well, so that that effect is what's known as the Pepper's Ghost effect. 
it's glass panels and it's a and it's a old magic effect that that goes back to the 1800s. So they use that same trick in Nightmare Before Christmas to capture Zero. Yep. Um, I think I said Paul Freeze was the Grinch. I I misspoke. He he voiced the Pillsbury Doughboy. So he's your really he's your uh, ghost host. Yes. He did oh, the that's Pillsbury awesome. Doughboy. So Thurl Ravenscroft, who did the song, he's the singer of Mr. Grinch. He's the voice of Tony the Tiger. Well, I love the breadth of these two of these two individuals. I mean, Pillsbury Doughboy, Tony the Tiger, Tony the Tiger. but you can also be the Grinch and the ghost host. Yeah, yeah. Adam Leota, who is she's the one who's doing the seance. She's in the she's in the, uh, the magic ball. ball. The crystal ball, by the way, that was not floating in the original ride. The floating ball is a refurb oh. from, uh, I think, 2008. Interesting. Yeah. I remember it as being no, always floating. It was not floating before. <gasps> it's a trick of the it's mind. Not floating. See, Disney plays with your emotions and yep. your memories. She uh, is the voice of your nightmares. She did uh, Lady Tremaine in Cinderella. Oh. And she's Maleficent. Fascinating. Same voice actress. Yes. And she was also, I believe, like she had involvement in Imagineering outside of just voice work as well. The stretch room goes in different directions depending on where you're at. So in Disney World and in Tokyo, it goes up. And that's obvious because if you go down, um, as a lot of people know, there's a whole series of uh, tunnels and walkways. That's how the cast members get where they need to go. Some of that is because it's built on Swampland. In California, because they didn't have the space for the ride, everything's underground. So the stretch room's actually an elevator. The stretch room was developed because of space. like, And they weren't going to put it in Florida, but it was such a big hit that they ended up moving you up in Florida because Hmm. everybody loves that stretch. Like, that's one of the best... So it, it gives you the effect, though, in Florida that you're going down, but you're really going up. Yes. Fascinating. You're going up. Yeah. It's it's all... Oh, I can't wait to go back. I'm going to stand there and try <laughs> to feel this motion. So one thing we talked about for Disneyland in uh, in Pirates is there there is a Blue Bayou restaurant that connects. They were originally going to do a restaurant next to the attraction at Disneyland, and this was a Raleigh Crump thing as well. It was going to be like a museum of the weird Oh. Restaurants. I hate that they didn't do this. Disney, I'm going to write you another blank check. I want that restaurant. It, so some of the aspects were implemented in the final attraction. So there's pieces of that that ended up in like the graveyard and in the uh, seance room. I still want a restaurant. But though. they were going to do a whole restaurant on it. Yeah. Actually, while they were working on the... Uh, so Raleigh Crump and Neil Gracie were working on the Museum of the Weird they were given a large workshop to work in and the janitors would get like freaked out by all of the <laughs> stuff. By all the stuff in so there. So they asked the lights be kept on, which they did. Oh my gosh. Except uh, Crump and Gracie, <laughs> they set up motion sensors. Oh no. And the lights turned off when the janitors walked in and all of those janitors quit. They said, we won't be coming back. So no one cleaned those workshop. Those rascals. <laughs> The other thing, uh, another interesting fact, in 2018, Magic Kingdom was turning into a very popular place for you to leave your ashes, specifically at the Haunted Mansion. So there is now um, signage that the behavior of depositing ashes of dead family members at the attraction is considered un- unacceptable and unlawful. What I'm hearing is Disneyland, and but you'll not get, Disney you'll World. You'll get kicked out. You'll get kicked. No, the Magic Kingdom. This was Disney oh. World. Yeah. So, so by the way, you're not supposed to drop your ashes at uh, Disney World. Then I'm not hearing Disneyland. 
There was a film that was released in 2003 with Eddie Murphy. It was ill-advised and not very good. Although Tandy says she watched it recently and she... I thought it was good recently. I remember watching it originally in 2003. I thought it was going to be kind of in the same vein as the Pirates movies where there was going to be a a really fun adventure. I was going to be excited to see it. Haunted Mansion is another one of my favorite rides. But it was not, it felt to me like it was lacking. Like it yeah. like it focused too much on being a family film as opposed to just being a good story. Yeah. So we're excited because there's a new one coming out. Here, Here's the excitement about the new movie. First of all, produced by Guillermo del Toro, Ooh. which means it's going to be great. Going to be a little scary and a little funny. Here's the lineup of who is slated to star. Tiffany Haddish. Yes. Owen Wilson. Yes. Rosario Dawson. Yes. Jared Leto. Yes. And the thing I am the most excited about, Madame Leota, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. It's going to be amazing, hopefully. Do we know when it's going to come out? <laughs> I don't have I didn't I didn't I don't have an exact recording. Date. We don't have a date. We will update as soon as we have it on one of the one So of the I'm hoping episodes. that it's one of the years we go to Disney because this is just an inside tip is that if you have a movie that comes out the year you're going to the parks, the parks will be loaded with advertisement for those movies and usually they have like promotional things going. Yep. And it just makes your experience there that more fun. Like I went one year when Wreck-It Ralph came out, they had like the Wreck-It Ralph, the video game that he's in. Yep. So you could play it for free and it was it was just very exciting. It really gives you like that that much more special. If you guys can go and, and co- coincide with a movie release, yep. it, they, they, they do it up. They do, you get, a, and sometimes you get a lot of cool like, Free swag, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Highly yeah. recommend it. All of the cast members in the mansion, so the maids, not because there there's actually men. I can't remember what they're called, but the maids in the queue, they have bats on their headpieces. They each have a backstory of the bats. The bats have names. Oh my god, and that's awesome! So you need it. So next time you guys are in the queue, I'm asking about you those gotta bats. Ask the maid about what the bat's name is and what's their backstory. You know what I'm going to tell you? I'm going to make your older daughter ask so she can write down what each bat is. Exactly. Exactly. When they closed Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, rest in peace. One of my that actually would have been my favorite ride. It was still open. I like that ride too. They put his statue in the pet cemetery. What? It's rumored the tombstone reads, Here lies Toad, sad but true, not nearly as marketable as Winnie the Pooh. Oh my god, I love that. Because Winnie the Pooh replaced. Okay, the toad I need to go ride. find that because I love I love that. So when you walk out, uh-huh. you know, I don't think you can read the tombstone. That's the rumor of what it reads. But he's kind of, in, there's a pet cemetery on right. the left. He's yep. kind of like very, very towards the back. But he got put there as soon as the ride was There's closed. so much technology now. We're going to see this, that. Again, guys, this is the stuff that I love. Yeah. That di- like Disney does this. The little, little things that no one right. can see, but it yeah. really adds up. A um, update, this wasn't in the original ride, but in the stretch room, when you, if you hang back, you can hear the gargoyles whisper, stay together. Oh. So you should, and, and it's like echoey. All right. So we're going to, we're going to so hang gonna back. we're going to not be the first ones out. We're going to ask time. about the bats. Yeah. We're going to look for, for Mr. Toad's tombstone. So the building that houses the actual ride. So this, this, this will make sense more to people if you understand the landscape of, of Disney World, because this is kind of fascinating to me. It's next to the 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 building that houses it's a small world. So think about how far those rides are from one another. Wow. They're next to each other. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So they so that's you're moving. So they're how they're like pieced yeah, together. So they're kind of yeah. They're kind of behind. Because if you think about it, there's those like rides are both huge. Right. Well, and if you think about it, there's like a big island kind of between them that's a trees, it's got a building in it. But really, if you thought about it, they intersect behind that facade. Yeah. And that's Walt Disney World. Exactly. So a couple a couple of reasons why I love this ride. It's fun. 
It is fun. It's fun. It's beautiful to look at. It is. It, I mean, even though like there's creepiness, it, it is gorgeous. I mean, and there's you, so much to look you at. You and I have ridden that ride now for 20 years. I don't think we've seen every, I mean, obviously not. There you were can't. things we found out that we didn't know before. And obviously nostalgia. Oh yeah. So I, it's one of those rides that I think pirates is this way for you. You, you remember, like you remember it as a kid that it has. So like Tandy mentioned, it has a smell. I think Haunted Mansion actually has its own it candle. It does. Yeah. Haunted Mansion. <laughs> there's tons of stuff for Haunted Mansion. So Haunted pirates Mansion is, no not, is not lacking for merch. You know what it is? Pirates is the oldest child. Haunted Mansion's the baby. The baby gets everything. That, you know what? That is what it is. Yep. That's exactly what it is. There, there's like, there's so much going on in that ride. Like I just, I love taking it and seeping it in, even in the queue. I mean, the queue itself, you could spend, you can spend hours in. While I don't like scary, I'm fascinated by the macabre. Yes. And the humor on this ride is great. There are some great sight gags and and stuff in this ride. Dad jokes galore. Dad jokes galore. The, the hitchhiking ghost, which is a two-way mirror when you go out, like and you get a different ghost every time. Yep, yep. It's hysterical, some of the stuff they do. So, the kids love that. So let me ask you, what is your favorite part in this ride? Like, what's your favorite scene? <sighs> seance room. You like the seance I room? I love Madame Leota. She is pretty great. I do love the room. I, I, but I, like, I love so much of the, like, the yeah. ballroom scene. The ballroom's my favorite. Takes my breath away every I time. I always lean forward when I get to the ballroom scene. Like, like I'm going to see more if I lean well, forward. Well, one note on that ballroom scene, too, that those glass panels were so big that they had to fly them in before they put the roof on. Had to helicopter lay, them down. Yes, lay them in, and then they had to put the roof on top. That's how big the glass panels are. Wow. Like, that's why that is so amazing. It's it's an old trick, but the scale it of works it is so well. massive. Yeah. Oh, the, it's... Look, again, this ride's 50 years old now at this yep. point because we're at 50 we're at the 50th anniversary for Disney World. Disneyland yep. a little bit a little bit older, but that that ride, that effect holds up. It sure does. So they still done, use today. And they've done the right refurbs on this where it's like little little details they 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 tweak. So like the the ghost leaving with you effect that wasn't there previously. So it wasn't with the original ride no, when it opened in No, that in, was a, Well, and they may have had some effect of it, but it's been updated since. Wow. Yeah. Can you There's, imagine cleaning that ride? <laughs> All the dusting. Oh my god! Yeah, and then and then like to get the cowboy effect. And again, this they do a lot of the similar effects in, in Tower of Terror. They're using like the what is it? It's basically hot glue oh. that collects dust. Uh-huh. That's how they do the cobwebs. Wow! So they have to update those from time to time huh. to keep it keep it up to date. Some ride info. So now we're going to get into some of the details. Um, the data. It is, it is 10 minutes long in Disney World. I don't have the dates for all the worlds because there were too many worlds on this one. So 10 minutes long. The wait times, historical average wait for this is 38 minutes, which I would that's wait. Not bad. I would wait 38 minutes 38 is fine. For this yeah, that's, yeah, that's good for that yeah. ride. The record high wait time is 180 minutes. I would not wait 180 no. minutes for this ride. Trends are about a 38-minute average, so the, the historical average has maintained pretty much. Minimums 10 minutes, maximums 70. You can hit this ride with no weight, by the way. Hmm. If this is a ride that you really want to ride, this is a good one to... I, I mentioned like going after fireworks or yeah. going during fireworks. This is a great one to go to. Nobody's on it because it's inside. So if yeah. you don't care about seeing fireworks, this is a great one to hit at the end of the day as well. I always say if you walk by that ride and the line looks short, just get in it. Yeah. Oh, oh you should. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Issa didn't want to get on it last She's time. She's scared. Well, we had ridden it already, and she didn't oh, okay. want to ride it again. It was a 15-minute wait, and then we went back, and it was like a 35-minute wait. We, we still got on it on a 35-minute wait, but it I was like, man, we sh- it, does, it does, it does. And she, you know, she, she was enjoying doing all the stuff in the queue and, yeah. and all of that. 
capacity two to three riders per doom buggy about 2400 people per hour so this is a way lower capacity than pirate still not bad though no and and i will say that the weight for this is about comparable to pirates though pirates is a little bit less and i'm assuming it's because of the capacity Mm -hmm. no height requirement so anybody can ride one note on your on your kiddos because i just thought about this because of height requirement it does if you haven't been on it before it does lay backward at one point and that has a tendency to freak the kids out a little bit so just be prepared for that it's it's right as you're coming out of the ballroom scene you're going so the, into the cemetery yeah right? the doom buggy kind of turns and lays backwards so you just may want to prepare your kids there's your for thrill that. moment exactly best times to ride are going to be 9 a.m 12 15 p.m i don't know that i agree with i that. challenge that um 6 45 p.m 6 45 i agree again i would do i would do early morning or, or end of day it, it usually doesn't have a long wait time in the morning it's it's towards the back of the park so if you're trying again to logistically like start at one end this might be a good ride to start at touring plans recommends that you go before 11 30 or after eight mm-hmm. which yeah. I would say said. between noon and six, it's probably going to be packed because air conditioned, right? So yep. you've been walking around all morning. Exactly. You're hot. You want you want to rest. Yeah, that twelve fifteen, I'm questioning because yeah. that's usually when. Yeah. So you know, unless maybe it's like a lunch rush. Lunch, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. This is not. I wouldn't consider this a rope dropped ride. You are a liar. Not even an ER. You are a liar. <laughs> it is an emotional rope dropper. If I went to Pirates and it said, "Sorry, Pirates is closed," I would make a beeline to Haunted Mansion. <laughs> So I don't feel like this is like a jungle cruise where if you don't get on it, the thing about this is, and maybe this is my planner piece, like I know she's a rational rider at some point, I'm going to be able to get on this ride at a reasonably, at a reasonable weight. Yeah. So that's why I don't rope drop it. It's also really far. Look, time is money in Disney world. Yeah. I'm spending too much time passing other rides. Peter Pan, I would actually maybe ride before I Peter ride Pan this. to me is a rational rope, rope drop, drop ride. That's an RRPP or RRDD. She's going to get it someday, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. To me, just a, a, a note on that, you know, because we've been talking about emotional rope drop rides, rational rope drop rides, yeah. and Peter Pan really is one because that ride is long all day long. Yes, it is. Now, they've added some things so to the So is Jungle queue. Cruise, by the way. Yep, and Jungle if Cruise. If you're not getting on Jungle Cruise in the morning, folks, you ain't getting on there yep. in less than an hour. And even Mind Train, it, they, those have low oh, times. Like, I would yeah. not put Mind Train in the same category as Peter Pan. So first of all, I would ride Peter Pan before I'd ride Mind Train. I know. Come come for me. Come for me. I'm coming for you. What smells better, Tandy? Oh, well, Peter Pan, <laughs> hands down. And it's got that black do light. Do you like Mind Train better than Peter Pan? No. Oh, okay. I do like Mind Train, but you you can't pass up Peter Pan. No, no. The line for Mind Train is miserable. Not, And I'm not saying that the line for Peter Pan is a cakewalk, because it also gets hot in that area. It does. It, it, you're in the sun. There's like a humid a like valley right there between Peter Pan <laughs> and It's a Small World where it's like super hot right in that area where you just feel the weight of the day. So, so this is not, I mean, I, I adore Haunted Mansion. I could ride this ride 10 times in one day and I, I would too. not be unhappy. Yep. It is not, it is not a rope drop ride, guys. It's not. There, there's <laughs> It's emotional rope drop I would ride. get on Jungle Cruise before I'd get on this because if I'm not getting on Jungle Cruise in so the morning, I would have I'm to get on getting, Jungle Cruise. I'm not getting on it at all for the rest of the day. That's, yeah. So I would get on Jungle Cruise first because Jess would make me and then, and then I would go, go straight to, to Pirates and then, and then Haunted Mansion. Mansion. <laughs> Q is fun, fairly shaded. I mean, it's not super shaded. keeps you busy. If your kid's like a boat, you'll see the Liberty Square boat, which, by the way, is not worth getting on. No. Um, well, I will say, if you've never been on it, ride it once. They do have some interesting things on that ride, but after that, it's you're done. Yeah, and here's the thing on what Tandy just said about getting on Jungle Cruise and then Pirates and then Mansion. I wouldn't do that because there has a tendency to be a bump 
right after first thing in the morning and then it, and then it starts to go down a little bit and then it bumps again uh, around yeah. lunchtime. I think I think we do the around 6 p.m. to ride Haunted Mansion we, or we right do. before noon. Yeah, yep. we do. It's available on Genie Plus, though I would not nah. pay for Take it. So time. I wouldn't pay for Genie Plus just to get on this Enjoy ride. Enjoy the line. Now, one thing I will say, it's not an individual attraction selection, so you wouldn't be just paying for Mansion. So if you're paying for Genie Plus and you've gotten everything else on Genie Plus, sure, use it, but I wouldn't prioritize this. The downtime on this ride, so it doesn't break down that often. Average is about um, 10 minutes. Though when you're on the ride and it breaks down, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. They have some... So um, Disney ride breakdowns are interesting because they have some fun announcements depending on yeah, what ride. They change it. They change it. They keep you entertained. The one thing that does happen on this ride is there are a lot of slowdowns. Because it's an omni mover, if you've got somebody who, for instance, is is um, like like disabled or in a, in a wheelchair, it may take them a little bit longer. So you will notice some slowdowns while you're on the ride, but that's that's just part of it being an omni mover. Some rankings. So overall, this ride for me is a ten out of ten. It's a ten. Obviously, this yep. is a ten. This Agreed. is this is a must do Magic Kingdom attraction. It's a top ride at yeah. Disney. Yeah. yeah, the queue is a ten. I would give the Q, Q a 10. Q is a 10. Yeah, this is some of the best. And and look, like I get Dumbo. What they've done with the Q is great. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Mind Train has some interactive elements. Th- this Q is fun whether you're a kid or an adult. Um, especially if you've like a, got a curious kid because there's a lot of hidden stuff. There's the visual. Hidden Mickeys, there's textural things. Yeah. Scare factor. I'd give it a like a four or five I out of ten. I was going to say four. Yeah. yeah. So nothing pops out at you. So there's no jump scares. This is... I don't think this is scary for kids. They're going to find it more funny than yep. scary. It is a dark ride. Yes. So there are some some places where it's dark, but nothing's going to like, the Omni Mover is not going to like turn and have a ghost pop out at you. There's there's none of that. Um, it's fairly slow moving. And and fun factor, I give it a 10. I fun give it a factor, 10. yes, I'd give it a 10. Thrill factor, I'd oh, put it at a 5. Thr- yeah. I agree with five. those ratings then. I thought I was going to vastly disagree with you. Dig Give me some closing thoughts, Jess. Closing thoughts. I mean, the music's great. The soundtrack for this is great. The smells are great. Do they sell the soundtrack to this ride? Oh, I bet they do. And I bet they don't sell do. pirates. I swear, Haunted Mansion is the beloved younger sibling. Yeah, you can buy the soundtrack. Of course you can. Soundtrack. You can buy, you could probably buy stock in Haunted Mansion if you wanted to. You know, I think I think this is like Pirates, one of those brides that it's aged very well. Full of nostalgia. There is so much to see on this ride that you get on it and you see something new every time. They've done some really good things with the refurbs mm-hmm. where it's not taken away from the ride. So again, similar to Pirates, what they did after the movies came out. Yep. They're real careful about what they put in there. Yeah. They they've added some very small details. So things like the crystal ball floating so yeah. they're not changing the overall conception room. man i thought that was always a thing oh, yeah. i am yeah. my, that blows my mind yeah there's actual there's also a part with with the ghost at the end where he's he's holding the light and his head moves into the in the lamp that he's holding that that was not always there oh i need to watch that they I don't couldn't remember that they couldn't figure that out and so they initially yeah. had it and it wasn't working right um an imagineer in 2018 figured it out figured it out and they added it back into the ride so i mean technology is changing right yeah. and that's some of the good things about these rides so they're making some slight tweaks with technology i appreciate that i think it's great i, I love too. the queue i love the little nods to other disney attractions other things associated with disney i think this is a fun ride i think it's great for all ages yeah Agreed. and like i said this is the, this is a disney magic kingdom must do this is a top ride at disney do not come and brag to us that you went to disney if you passed up that haunted mansion (laughs) line (laughs) 
Exactly. If you, so you said this about pirates. I feel this way about Haunted Mansion. If you didn't ride Haunted Mansion, did you even visit Disney? You I didn't don't. Visit I don't. Disney. I don't think so. No, I don't you think didn't so. Go. You messed I don't up. Think so I want to thank a couple of sources. So Disney Plus behind the attraction. By the way, that's a great series. If you guys haven't watched it, you should watch it. If you're curious about the details around these wa- rides, Wikipedia, AllEars.net, Touring Plans, and Fandom. Awesome. And I just want to tell everybody: beware of the hitchhiking ghosts. If you liked today's episode of Into the Disneyverse, follow us on Instagram at Disneyverse Historians or on Facebook at Into the Disneyverse. The music in this episode was created by Sklolex from freesound.org. Thanks again for listening and catch you next time. <laughs>